the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there. How has your week been? I hope it's been a good one. This is where we take a look back at the week that was in music history. Today, it's May 16th until May 20th. What went on years gone by in our mad little crazy world of rock and roll? Well, the Stones got roughed up in 1965 this week in California. We said goodbye to a piano and keyboard legend in 2013 this week. In fact, his band responsible for the song of the Summer of Love in 67. And Paddy Boyd recalls the guilt of leaving George Harrison and marrying Eric Clapton in 1979. All in the next few minutes here in our look back on the week that was in music history. So then we'll start though in 1965 when driving away from a gig in Long Beach in California the limo taking the Rolling Stones back to their hotel was inundated with fans who jumped all over the car caving the roof in by standing on it and the band attempting to hold up the roof while their chauffeur drove off with bodies falling onto the road. They talked about this a year later here in Ireland. Was that your worst experience? No, 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 no. But it was pretty bad because we all got pulled down at one stage. What is your worst? I think probably uh, Long, Long, Long Beach, Beach. Long Beach, oh, California. Oh, crowd. There were about 5,000 people around the park. It was this week back in 1966 that the Beach Boys gave us the album Pet Sounds. Oh, lordy, lordy. The album is now regarded as a Brian Wilson masterpiece and... 50 years on, he looked back at that album back in 2016. What song of yours are you proudest of and why? Well, I'm proudest of God Only Knows because it's a great melody and a great lyric. And Carl sang it beautifully, and I'm, I'm very proud in of it. In 2006 this week, Paul McCartney and his missus, Heather Mills, soon to be his ex, admitted that they had given up the fight to save their marriage and were going their separate ways. Hordes of journalists and TV crews from around the world gathered to see the warring couple arrive at the High Court. The summary from Mr Justice Bennett reveals Heather wanted more than £125 million. Sir Paul offered just under 16. The judge finally ruled he would have to pay a lump sum of 16.5 with assets of 7.8 million pounds. I tell you what, it was a rough old week for losses. In 2017, the world said goodbye to Chris Cornell. Here's Vicky Cornell, Chris's widow, on losing Chris in 2017. He was the best husband, the greatest father. I lost my soulmate and the love of my life. He would never have ever left this world. And you believe it was the addiction that led him to do what he did that night in taking his life? I don't think that he could make any decisions because of the level of impairment. Another loss this time 1980 when Joy Division singer and guitarist Ian Curtis took his life at the age of 23. Here's his former bandmates in Joy Division. When Ian Curtis dies, you and I said it immediately, you know, and Wilson certainly did. You know, this is, he's like a Hendrix. He's like a, a Jim Morrison, a Jim, you know, a Janice, a Janice Joplin. Everyone goes, don't be daft, you know, it's, it's like just a kid, you know. But you kind of go, no, you know, this, this will develop, this will grow. It's not the usual kind of, you know, rock and roll suicide of, or death due to alcohol or to drugs. He meant what he said when he wrote 
when he wrote the songs. Chrissy Hines said, you should do this. So they did. In 1985, Simple Minds were number one with the most passed around song ever. The Fix said no thanks. Brian Ferry said you're grand. And Billy Idol said no thanks as well. Simple Minds took it on and Don't You Forget About Me became a huge hit. Here's Jim Kerr. It's amazing. It seems to transcend different generations as well. Up until then, we'd never done anyone else's song. And we were young and we were precious and we we're kind of scared, you know. We thought, well, why would we do someone else's song? We've got this alive and kicking thing up our sleeve. And uh, and it even got worse because someone from the record company got touched and said, no, you love it because it sounds just like you, which offended us. This week back in 1978, Dire Straits released their first major label single, Sultan's A Swing. It was recorded on a 120 quid budget. Here's the demo sounding rather different. It was May 19th back in 1979 when Eric Clapton held a party at his gaff in Surrey to celebrate his marriage to Patty Boyd. There was a little stage in the back garden. Paul McCartney, Ringo, George Harrison, uh, Eric Clapton, Ginger Baker, Mick Jagger all jamming together at some stage during that night. Patty Boyd, though, thinks back on that time with a little bit of guilt. I don't want to totally blame Eric, but I think that, you know, his behaviour was wrong, morally wrong, to um, entice me to leave George because I was married to George and Eric really shouldn't have done that. But also I was wrong as well to allow myself to be flattered to that extent. So, you know, we were both wrong morally on that moral issue. This week in 1979, Supertramp were number one with their album Breakfast in America, the group's only US number one, actually. Roger Hudson tells us about those big songs. A lot of these songs were my songs before they became Supertramp songs. I mean, pe- people know them as Supertramp songs, yeah. but, but actually I, I wrote Dreamer, Breakfast in America, Give a Little Bit, um, It's Rainy Again it's rainy. even, before, before Supertramp actually even started, so... These were my babies from a very early age. Back to 69 and Led Zeppelin started a three-day recording session in New York, putting down tracks for their second album, including this heartbreaker. Another album coming our way, this time in 1997, Foo Fighters gave us their second one, The Colour and the Shape. There's a song about a movie, there's a song about the, the, the relationship between the journalist and the musician, there's songs about hero, heroes that I had when I, when I was a kid, and I think it's sort of everyone sort of tagged it as this heavy emotional trip. Man. And this week is keyboard player with the Doors, Ray Manzarek's anniversary. This man was passionate about Doors music right until the very end. And here's the rain part. Thunder. After we finished the song, he said... Oh, man, I've got super rain and thunder. It's riders on the storm. It's raining on the desert, right? Yeah, exactly, Bruce, raining on the desert. He said, we got to put in some, uh, uh, some rain and thunder. So sure enough, I mean, the whole thing starts with... He'll be 10 years gone next year. And that is a little look at the week that was in music history. Thank you for checking it out. We do it every single day on the radio. 
taking a look at the day in music history then at the end of the week it's the little podcast the week that was more all of the time on nova.ie my name is marty miller have yourself a great week thanks for listening